The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Mike Heck here for MMAfighting.com again on this Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. And you may be thinking to yourself, we already saw an emergency reaction pod on the feed. Well, we get another one because UFC CEO Dana White decided, you know what? Right after the PFL announced their big pay-per-view event with the PFL champs battling the Bellator champs, what better time to announce UFC 300 fights? Then just several hours later on the same day, and that's what he did. One of the questions we had was, who is Jim Miller going to fight at UFC 300? And we already have our answer. It is Bobby Green. So Jim Miller will, in fact, compete at UFC 300. He'll do the 100, 200, and 300 dance. And we also heard from UFC CEO Dana White that Justin Gaethje will compete at UFC 300. No, he will not fight for the lightweight title. He will defend his newly won BMF title against Max freaking Holloway, five-rounder, UFC 300, April 13th in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is some exciting stuff. So not only do I have one person to react to this, not only do we have two people to react to this, we have three extra people to react to this. We have Shahid Al-Shadi, we have Jed Bashu, and we have New York Rick joining us. So Shaheen, I will begin with you. Perfect timing here. We've been waiting, you know, ever since the Francis Ganu fight got announced, we're like, oh, Dana's going to announce something, and he didn't, and then all these announcements come, and Dana's relatively quiet, but today's the day. Dana said, no more. I'm going to step on this announcement, and we're going to announce Bobby Green, Jim Miller, but the one that's gotten all the headlines here, Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway for the BMF title. Does this just scream 300 to you, Shaheen? <laughs> It does. It does. Right. It prompted a second reaction show just a second of the day. I have, th- I have three big takeaways from this one as I try to wrangle my toddler into bed. Uh, one, 
it's so fitting for Dana to do this today, right? Like we literally just a couple hours ago, we're talking about how, hey, like this Bellator PFL card, pretty great card, pretty like solid card all around. Totally going to get overshadowed by UFC Mexico City that exact same day. And there you go, Dana already overshadowing it with what's probably the most like, at least, you know, it's kind of getting the temperature of the fan base and social media and et cetera. Kind of the biggest announcement they've had so far for UFC 300, at least certainly the one that's gathered the most eyeballs. I would say at least, right? This Justin Gaethje, Max Holloway one, that seems to be the one where everyone's actually excited rather than it landing with a thud like the first title fight we got between Zhang uh, and Zhao Nan. Takeaway number two, I love that Jim Miller's on this card. I, the matchup's fine. It's not the ideal matchup. I, I, I liked both the ones he threw out better, the Paul Felder fight, the Matt Brown fight. Matt Brown in particular, Matt Brown really was into it. It seemed like it was kind of a retirement fight for Matt Brown too. I liked that fight a lot. If you're going to give me Bobby Green, I'll take Bobby Green. I'm not going to complain about Jim Miller being on this card. Not maybe my pick, but whatever. I like it. Number three, I am stunned. Stunned, Mike Heck, that Justin Gaethje took this fight. There seemingly is no reason for him to take this fight. We all assumed after Charles Oliveira was already booked against Armin Saruki and on this UFC 300 card that that was just it. Justin Gaethje was that guy. He was going to get Islam, who seems like he's going to be around in the summer to be able to fight and defend his title. They better, they are, I'm assuming they are paying Justin Gaethje a lot of money to do this because they needed something big. They needed something splashy. And as I said at the top, this is the one that has seemingly landed the hardest with MMA fans that has brought the most excitement of all the announcements we've gotten so far. So whatever they're paying Justin Gaethje, it's certainly worth it because this seems to finally feel or at least make this start feeling like a 300 type of event. I love it. I can't complain about it. Jed, with all these announcements and... Yes, some have landed with a thud amongst the MMA community, the Zhang Weili, Yan Zhanan fight, which I really didn't think was that bad if it's like one of three title fights. But we've been chanting thus far that, especially with the lightweight division, the UFC has come out and just done the thing. Dustin Poirier versus Benoit Saint-Denis, Charles Oliveira versus Armin Sarukian, which is also on UFC 300. And now we get Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway. Is this the UFC doing the thing in your eyes, Jed? I told you, I told you guys at the start of the year, 2024 is the year where meritocracy and good vibes reign. There's another individual on this call who said I was crazy, who did not believe. And look, look at all the good things that keep happening. Davidson Figueredo's fighting Cody Garbrandt, Mike. Everything I want is happening this year. It's the best year ever. There is one downside to this. But we can get into that later. There's there's one really big issue with what's happened, but it doesn't matter because the things that are the positives here are they're just too damn good. Who is going to ever be upset about Justin Gaethje, Max Holloway? I people have been suggesting this as a thing that could happen, and to Shaheen's point, I've just been like, no, that will never happen. Because why would that happen? Justin Gaethje has the title fight. Why would he possibly accept this fight? And then he did. Like, I don't know why. I hope he's getting paid all the money in the world. But that fight's going to roll. That fight's going to be left forever. Like, that's, <laughs> we have in the past two weeks, we have had like three different contenders for fight of the year just take over the race. Like, it is unreal what we've had coming here. And I know that there's a, a bit of pushback on the Jim Miller, Bobby Green, because everybody wanted Matt Brown, everybody, Paul Felder. This was the fight I called for. This was the fight I said after uh, after the event. I was like, do Bobby Green because 
I don't know that Paul Felder is going to actually come back. It would have been nice to at least let him get in the gym and maybe feel it out for a hot minute. But the Matt Brown fight was, it, it would have been fine. Again, as I said, there's no wrong way to eat this Reese's. But Jim Miller's not a welterweight. Matt Brown, him fighting there, that feels like we're trying to make something more than it really is between two guys with a lot of accomplishment in the UFC. Whereas Bobby Green makes all the sense in the world. They're both awesome. They're both down to scrap. This fight's going to be sick as hell. And oh, by the way, not that this matters to most people or whatever, but Bobby Green was just ranked, may even still be ranked in the UFC's lightweight lightweight rankings. I, I'm not sure. Jim Miller gets a W and somehow at 40 years old as the all-time leader in every statistical category of all time, now he might get ranked too on top of the, the sick-ass fight we're about to get. Sign me up. This was an unmitigated win, even with the the very large issue that we will talk about in a moment. We will certainly we'll, talk I about will that. Note, Bobby Green, number 14 on the UFC's rankings. Number 14. Jim Miller in the year of our Lord 2024 might be ranked in the deepest division in the sport. That's what's up. This is unbelievable. And like we said on the post-fight show, Jim Miller versus anybody is fine. Bobby Green no is, way to is, is this fine choice. Just... They try to make this fight a few different times, so hopefully it all comes to fruition. But New York, Rick, here it is. Max Holloway versus Justin Gaethje, BMF title. And I have been, you know, I'm pretty tough on the UFC. I when, when they do good things, I usually say they do good things. And when they do bad things, I will come on here and say they do bad things. But I've been telling people, just be patient. Like the UFC 300 fights are coming. We're only like a third of the way into the, the card being built. Everybody relax a little bit. It seems like a lot of those people who have been negative about UFC 300, especially with this Gaethje Holloway announcement, they seem to be coming on board a little bit more. What is your reaction to this fight in particular? And then you can throw in your thoughts on Jim Miller versus Bobby Green as well. Yeah, love this fight. <clears throat> to Jed's point, cannot believe that Justin Gaethje is doing this. Um, nobody has been beating the Max Holloway needs to fight and be damned with your knocking off contenders concern, uh, nonsense surrounding him than me. And now after everybody whining and griping and moaning about him, potentially knocking off featherweight contenders, he's going to hop up to lightweight and potentially knock off a lightweight contender, which is incredible. And I love the deliciousness of that. And I, and you know, I, I'm not picking sides here, but I would love to see it get done because that'd be uh, quite interesting to see how Max Holloway tanks another division. Um, Except and for somewhere clear, he doesn't knock off a lightweight contender. The issue at featherweight is he beats him and then no one gives a shit to watch him fight Volk for the fourth time. If he beats Gaethje, everyone's going to be pretty goddamn stoked to watch him fight Islam. Sure, he's, but the other side of that... He's the number one contender. If the other side of that fight, equation... He is fighting for that title. I would love that. Uh, but the other side of that equation at featherweight is the suggestion that like Ilya Taporia couldn't beat Max Holloway. Oh, no, we can't do this. We're not here to litigate your ridiculous crusade for Max at featherweight. No, we, we absolutely talk about are. Six shit lightweight fights. Get dunked on, son. No, we, we absolutely are because there's so many whiners, uh, yourself included, complaining about those potential fights. And now all of a sudden, Max Holloway's here to save the day as he could have in a fight against Ilya Taporia because that fight's also awesome. And now we're going to get how, him versus what, Justin hold Gaethje. On, hold on. How, how on earth would Mike, Holloway versus Taporia and shut his mic off? Day? What are we talking about? What are we talking the point about? is, Max Holloway has has been in a no man's land because everybody's so concerned about the idea that he's going to knock off a contender, and now he's going to knock off a contender at lightweight, and then he's going to get the title shot. 
that's what's going to happen in this not fight. knocking off a contender. It's replacing one. Those are two extremely different ideas. Sure. However that goes, that's fine. And by the way, <laughs> I'd be ridiculous. open. I'd be open. By the way, I'd be open for Holloway versus Volk if he's able to beat Ilya Taporia. But I feel like this is getting derailed. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just, happening. I, I, we'll get to the potential questions and perhaps downfalls to this announcement. Let me just say from a selfish perspective, this is, this is everything for me. This is, if, on to the next one, listeners, from episode one. Has, they, you have all heard me say, at some point in my fight-watching career, I have to see Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway. This is the fight we have to see. And when Justin Gaethje lost to Charles Oliveira, this is the fight I've been screaming for. After Justin Gaethje beat Rafael Vaziv, this is still the fight I've been screaming for. After Max Holloway beat Arnold Allen, this is still the fight I was screaming for. And now I'm going to get it at UFC 300. So downfalls aside, I love this. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to, the watch party is going to be absolutely electric when this fight happens. I don't even know if there's going to be Another one after this, because I might just retire from watch parties after getting Justin Gaethje versus Max Holly, the dream fight of all dream fights. That's obviously not true, but you know, you can I mean, feel my excitement here. It's pretty up there. You know why it's happening, Mike? Because this is the year where decency <laughs> reigns. Because truly, what is more meritocratic than Justin Gaethje defending the BMF belt against Max Holloway? There's no better contender. We're living in the good timeline, boys. Soak it in. What well, this all means too for lightweight is really, really so fascinating that's the problem. to me. Well, that's I the problem. I don't find this a problem though, because you it's essentially have two matchups between the top contenders on the same night. And so it becomes this weird sort of like whoever has the most impressive performance is gonna get Islam. And incorrect. I don't know if that's what tell me, sell me, sell me. So it doesn't matter because it's a two month turnaround for Islam to fight in June. Who the hell is going to fight him? Because I'm I'm going to guarantee you right now, Justin well, Gaethje and Max Holloway. Why would you assume he's fighting in June? Why would you assume he's because, fighting in June? Well, I mean, that's sort of the, the rumor mill turning, right? With UFC going to Saudi Arabia, potentially for a pay-per-view card. Islam himself has said, my timeline is Justin Gaethje in June, UFC pay-per-view. Obviously, that's not in set in stone, but that seemed like a good timeline. Now that may well not happen because I guarantee you the winner, whoever wins Gaethje Holloway, they ain't turning around in a couple of months. Like that's, they're turning around in six months. Like that is going to be a war. And then, I mean, Sarukin, Charles Oliveira in a similar boat. It, it would be less hard for me to believe that one of those dudes could come out of that a little bit cleaner, but you're taking the, you know, three, the three top dudes for your lightweight champion and putting them all on a fight card. And that's you. If, if we are not going to get Islam Makachev now until late summer at the earliest, like I, I just don't see a world where it can happen unless it's totally off the board for a challenger for him. Well, that was my thought initially, Shaheen, when this announcement came outside of this is awesome, was mm, I don't know if Islam's fighting in June. Do you have that concern as well? I don't know if it's a concern. I think it's it's a potential, certainly, like it's a potential reality of all of this. I don't that seems like tomorrow's problem when we're talking about today's <laughs> news though, right? Like I don't even care. This is this is spectacular. <laughs> like we need big fights for UFC three hundred. These are big fights. Worst case, you you just I mean, you could just throw a gamrod in there, right? Like we're absolute worst case, these four dudes beat the hell out of each other. No one can, can turn you around imagine his own gamrods? Fortune here? Then you just, God, you just throw a, Mateus Gamrod, who was already a backup fighter to a fight he didn't get to back up, 
And then you just throw him in there. Like there are ways that all of this can work out just because lightweight is so ridiculous. Does this raise the stakes for Dustin Poirier, Benoit Saint-Denis? Absolutely. I think any it probably does. I think any lightweight fight on the calendar right now could seemingly be a, a one number one contender fight. Seeing it, how all this plays out. Given the whoever timeline, can get out of there, if, whoever can get out of there unscathed. If BSD beats Dustin Poirier, actually they could turn him around for a June pay per view, and that'd be fine. And if Poirier wins, I mean, sure. Well, the, no one would flinch at that at him getting a title shot, despite you know not quote unquote deserving it. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, Greg, I'm glad you're here because I think you're the perfect person to ask this question to. Hit me. We have, what's, eight fights on the card right now. We have two title fights if we want to count the BMF title. I assume we're going to get a third. All the rumor and innuendo is spiraling towards Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad for the welterweight title. And if anybody cares about card placement, there's nobody who cares about this more than you, New York Rick. So regardless of what this third title fight is going to be, should Gaethje Holloway be the main event of UFC 300? Probably. Um, Yeah, probably. But I would assume that if Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad are on it, they're going to be in the main event. Uh, because of being in the in the heavier weight class and and Leon being a long reigning champion. But uh, yes, it should. But Mike, you you came to the right source. Who cares? Who cares about? Who, <laughs> no, who no. I, hold on, legitimately, hold on. I care. I actually, and and there's a very good reason him, for it. Explain it to me. Because so we 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 just finished recording No Best Bard, um, and we actually discussed that about this this weekend's pay per view UFC two ninety seven. It is not a very good card on paper. It's not going to matter at the end of the night because the main event is guaranteed to be chaos. And so if you go to that event, if you pay drop 80 to watch it, when you leave it, your last thought will be this wonderful, exciting main event cards. Even no matter how good a card is, it it really is sink or swim based on the main event. A great card with a trash main event will still leave you with a bitter taste in your mouth. Putting Bilal Muhammad Leon Edwards, a fight that I have repeatedly referred to as the leafy greens of MMA title fights, which is legitimately a quality fight has an overwhelming likelihood to not be that sort of exciting moment for fans, whether they're watching it at home, whether they're in the arena. Max Holloway, Justin Gaethje is 
I would bet literally anything you wanted to bet. I would bet my life, not hyperbolically, that that fight will be exciting if nothing else. You have to finish the the evening with a guaranteed banger like that because to go from that in the co-main and then to a tepid 45-strike-landed Leon Edwards performance is going to absolutely destroy the good vibes of that evening. I think it is... I, I largely agree with card placement being overrated. I think in this instance, it is critical. Well, okay, I agree dude. with everything you said. I don't think it will happen. I don't think it will happen that way. But I agree with everything you said. I think this is the way you end that night. Absolutely. Well, so there's a couple elements to this, right? Because one, everyone's really concerned with who headlines. Do, do y'all remember who headlined UFC 200? Yeah. Was it Nunes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was Amanda Nunes. It, I also remember us not take, really yeah. liking UFC 200 in the aftermath. Sure, but it was a massive card that did massive numbers. And ultimately... Well, yeah. They could put you and me fighting ju- on this thing. It's going to sell a million pay-per-views. That's not really the discussion topic. I understand, but I'm just saying, like, the main event is what it is. But ultimately, if the card itself is just 13 fights of fights like this, like, people will be into it, regardless of whether the end is satisfactory to them or not. Also, though, I would submit to you that I don't know that this would be a, like, who knows that this isn't going to be the headliner? Like, if things play out the way oh, that they be. end up playing out, they yeah, just throw this be. at the top because who's the biggest star in this car? It's not going to be Leon Edwards. It's not going to be Bilal Muhammad. It's going to be these two dudes who are the biggest stars on the car. And if that's what it just comes to, who's going to complain about Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway, right? Like, that is, that's foolproof in that regard. So yeah, I, there's also there's, a, there's wiggle room here. There's wiggle room here. There's also a line of thinking of like, man, what better way to make Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad palatable than to kind of prime the pump with like an all-time banger. A little so, bit UFC 248-esque, you know? You, you get Zhang and, and Joanna, and then you kind of have to swallow Yoel and uh, Izzy. I mean, yeah, but then you that's, the a, car that's the bad a tough taste post-dinner mouth. coffee right there. I will also say legitimately one of my first thoughts when this happened is that Leon Bilal just isn't happening at 300. I completely it's possible. agree. I think, well, yeah, I, I I think it's 301 now. Like they they need a post a, a post 300 and it's just I am still of the opinion that because they did not announce this as a main event. Uh I think that this is an excellent fight to announce as this could be a main event if they if he, Dana comes out on Sunday is like, "Yeah, that's your main event, whatever." No one's going to blink. I have remained and still remain of the opinion that the winner of this weekend's fight between Sean Strickland and Drickus Duplessis, Dana will go to them immediately after the fight and say, "Hey, 100%. are you are you good to turn around at 300 against Israel Adesanya? If they say yes, that's your main event. This is now your co-main. If they say no, well, we can still just throw this as the main event. And with the reaction it's gotten, nobody's going to be upset with Gaethje Holloway being the main. I think Leon Bilal is just not at 300. Very possible. I think yeah. exactly what you just said about this weekend is is totally, totally, totally possible. But so I just is he is he headlining three hundred makes I mean he would be the biggest star of all this and you do it with Drickus or the rematch with Sean either of them either is one just, works either it's one just works. a it, it's a perfect main event for it it's just whether it can be done and if it can't this is a hell of a consolation prize but by the way I don't even think you need necessarily Izzy like I think there's Not a world where you can put somebody Throw in Hamzat. against Drickus or DDP Hamza could hop right in Hamzat there and you've got Hamza yeah sure. so there's there's a world where yeah, the middleweight title becomes the the object of choice uh, at the top of the card. I just hey, gotta say, uh, yo, Shaheen, yo, can you can you like visualize a world where 
Sean Strickland came into 2023 as nothing, and then all of a sudden he wins Fighter of the Year, then he's headlining UFC 300 as reigning champion. Like, that is a world that is a possibility ahead of us. Shane, I was just going to say, do you remember the last time Max Holloway went up to lightweight and also on the fight card was a middleweight title fight? That was a pretty good evening of fights. It's pretty yes, good. It Those was. were the one good. and two number of fights of the year. So uh, if we did Izzy, the Izzy Max twofer again, probably going to be a good fight card. So do you feel like at least... We'll, I guess we'll probably end here. Uh, by the way, Paul Felder, as we record this, uh, tweeted out, awesome fight. So he seems to be in favor of setting this one out. And who knows? Maybe he still fights at UFC 300 and just fights somebody else. Who the hell knows? Yeah, Brown. Paul Felder, Paul Philly. Felder yeah, Matt, Brown. Matt Brown. Now we do Paul Felder, Matt Brown. Yes. I'm way more into that, frankly, than Matt Brown, um, uh, Jim Miller. This is This is good stuff. Do you feel like things are coming together now, Shaheen? Do you feel like the MMA community can now take a deep breath and just be like okay we're starting to we're this is i mean by far this is the most positive reaction we've gotten of anything people seem even brian campbell who's on btl just taking a big fat turd on this card the feeling he had about it and now seeing this fight i even asked him i said if they book justin gagey versus max holloway for the bmf title will this save the card for you and he said yes and even he is putting this one over his excitement for ufc 300 is a little more palatable now do you feel like this is the beginning of everyone's frowns turning upside down when it comes to UFC 300, that maybe the expectations are starting to even out a little bit. Maybe a little, maybe a little, but also, do you know MMA fans? Have you, <laughs> have you existed within this space? People go complain, Mike. Yep. This could be the greatest thing in the history of the world. People go and complain that it's not up to their par because you know, that's just what we do. So I would say this is maybe the little bit you could. This is probably the start of the shift a little bit towards the sea change of like, ah, oh, this is UFC 300, pretty good. Let me also throw out though, and I don't want to. I hate to be this guy because I'm here for the year of good vibes. The more I think about it, there is a a secret downside to this fight, and I just want to throw it out to you guys, and you could send it back. This is a half baked idea, just throwing it out amongst amongst pals. But send it back if it, if it's not if it's, it's not all the way based. Yeah. Guys, is this the fight that like ends Max Holloway forever? That has been very prominent on Twitter in the 30 minutes since this has been announced, and I don't understand it. Well, so here's the thought, right? People who fight Justin Gaethje, a lot of them end I, up different. I've written about it. They, he, they get changed forever. Yeah, he changes people. Max has been on this thin line for a while of like sooner or later, the damage is going to catch up to this man. Jed, you and I were in Atlanta when he fought Dustin Poirier at 155. He got pretty fucked up, my guy. Like, that was a really, really brutal fight. Justin Gaethje's not going to go any easier on him. Justin Gaethje really mauls people. At this age, he's 32, but in fight years, he's he's probably like 36, 37, right? Like, I don't know if he has another one of those in him and to be able to bounce back after that. Is this this real? Is this a real concern? So it's a real concern because a lot of people have it. Um, and I, I guess I can understand it. I think this is just a way better matchup for him than Poirier is. Justin Gaethje is still not like a defensive wizard. And so Max is going to get his offense off. And that will make it easier for him to not get clubbed around like Poirier, who just parried everything and then just thumped him. Like, I won't be shocked. Max has been in the fight game forever and Justin hits real hard. But I... I did not have any concern about like, oh, the, this is it for either of these dudes. I think 
they're both probably past their prime, but this is just going to, they're still right on the edge of being awesome. So it's fine. Like where I don't think this is a Tony Ferguson uh, fall off. Like what will happen if Gaethje wins? And I'm not sure he will. I, I don't yeah, think go ahead, Eric. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same camp with Jed. Like, I haven't seen enough of a slip where I'm starting to get concerned about Max in that regard. And maybe that would be the thing that would kind of lead me. But there are some times where it just falls off a cliff where all of a sudden that day comes and uh, and you fall off and, and that could be it for Max. But I'm, I'm not concerned going into it. Um, it would it would be an interesting world after that, but I'm, I'm not as concerned about it. Can you imagine if I'm, Justin Gaethje knocks this man out? That's the thing. So that's it would, the it thing would that mean I'm something. most concerned about in, in this type of matchup. I don't is. think it's possible, though. But that, but that's what we say before it happens. Because Max Holloway has been one of, if not the most durable fighter I've ever seen ever. And I legitimately think at, he has the greatest chin in the history of the sport. At some Agreed. point, that ends, and this going up in weight to face a marauder like Justin, who we just established tends to change people. Yeah, just, but could you imagine? There. The could you there. imagine the other universe? Happen, the recipe's there. Could you imagine the other universe where Max puts a volume on Justin that he's just never seen before and he's just going to do that (laughs) and is just smacking him up and is just putting the mitts on him and Justin doesn't know what to do because that's a world I could see too. Dude, it is. But while that's happening, Justin's going to kick the (laughs) shit out of his legs. He is going to do that. They're just going to havoc each other. It's going to be incredible. I'm so excited about it. It really is. But the thing you just laid out, Eric, the legacy boost that that would give max like there is nothing in this sport that would give him a bigger legacy boost that's feasible right because like obviously he goes in there and beats islam or something that would give him a legacy boost yeah but that's not yeah. feasible right now but if he goes in there and just <laughs> beats you just write that off as impossible well not at, this moment. Not, not at this moment he's not gonna not get the title moment. shot right now like that's not a th- yeah. yeah i mean if he wins this he is yeah but next, that's what i'm next. saying that's what yeah. I'm saying, though. This is to be able to do that at this age. If he did that, like we're talking about a max in a different way when he retires at that point. Can I just return to the to the original question from Mike? I think this is a turning point. I do think this is a recognition. The fact that Justin Gaethje took this fight, that the UFC came to Justin Gaethje and basically probably said, hey, we need some help because the comments are not being kind to what we put together so far. Whatever you need, we will get it for you. I can't I don't I don't know what it is but whatever it is Paper I'm sure points. it was massive. I'm sure it is something along those lines because there's no reason for Justin Gaethje to take this fight and the UFC had to see the see the fans reaction to these fights and say we need something special and you know what they did it. They delivered something special. This is going to turn the tide of how people feel about this card. Are they going to still probably want to headline it with with a a, a middleweight title fight or maybe the welterweight title fight who knows uh i could see it and and i think it would be prudent to do that um but this i think this is a huge step and uh fans kind of voting you know a little bit like i think there was a i was certainly somebody who thought that the ufc was going to make people kind of swallow whatever ufc 300 was and just take it and and take their medicine and accept it and it seems like they're they're listening they're hearing that like they needed something else, and this was definitely something else. I, I would I bet a sizable. I, I would bet a sizable chunk of my bank account that Justin Gaethje is getting pay per view points for this, and that oh, is yeah. the, that is the only chance Justin Gaethje will ever get to be on a million by pay per view, and that is a lot of money for him. Yeah, Mike, I'm laughing because uh, while Eric was talking, I just realized I am now a hundred percent certain 
uh, that Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad is not taking place. Because can you imagine Dana trying to make that announcement after this one? <laughs> like, hey, guys, I got another hot one. Just people just making the fart noise at him in his live. Just what do you know? This is both. So, uh, yeah, no, that's definitely not going to happen. Hey, look, maybe, maybe when they talked to Justin Gagey and his team, they said, look, we're going to give you pay-per-view points. And maybe this Conor McGregor, Michael Chandler fight that Conor has announced for June 29th, which we have not even recognized as an actual thing yet. Maybe that comes in and headlines this card. And you get Gaethje and Connor on the same stage. That would be pretty happen. fun. Can never you, gonna happen. Connor's can never going to be on this you, part. You can't no. put Connor on this after you just loaded it up. But also, you would never do it anyway. They're not going to put any champions on a Connor card ever because it's too expensive for them. Yeah, if you're giving out all those pay per view points, but also like this would be the card to now not do Connor. Connor could have saved this Fair. card potentially if uh, if they didn't do Justin versus Max. Now I feel like they're in a good enough spot that you leave Connor exactly where he is. Can you imagine if Max wins? <laughs> That's what I'm I can saying, see this man. world. No, but like, think about it because I can imagine it. But like now we, you know, Max and Habib were supposed to fight forever ago, and now instead it's Max versus Islam. By the and way, one of one of the awesome. sneaky best press conferences for a fight that never happened ever. Like it's the terrific. energy between Max and Habib was absolutely incredible. I would I would love to see uh, Max and Islam. It would be so it would be so good. And if Gaethje loses, if Gaethje loses, then we are one step closer to Gaethje McGregor, which is my yeah. actual Nirvana fight. Hell, I mean, I could see a world. <laughs> I mean, I th- I thought the direction Mike was going was that. Gaethje was going to slide into the Connor fight, which I could Same. definitely see happening. Ooh, that could that could happen too. Can you imagine Michael Chandler? Can you imagine Michael Chandler after that? God, that Michael Chandler, me, sorry, dude. Now I might quit MMA. I'd be so happy. Oh my god, <laughs> I'd get Gaethje Connor, that and just... I'd get Michael Chandler taking an L. Is I don't that... think this could be a better year for me if that happens. Is, is that just though, thing. Jed? Is does that take away from the meritocracy? Or in the, and the earning conversation that was I happening. I think it's justice. <laughs> I think I think Michael Chandler taking L's is justice. Just okay, fair enough. Flat out, fair enough. Well, here's what UFC 300 currently looks like. If you aren't aware, uh, Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway for the BMF title. Zhang Wei Li versus Jan Janan for the strawweight title. Yuri Prohashka versus Alexander Rakic. Charles Oliveira versus Armin Sarukian. Calvin Cater versus Aljamain Sterling, which is a tremendous fight. Bo Nickel versus Cody Brundage. I think we're all kind of understanding what's going to happen here. Jed's Vice Nirvana fight. Davis and Figueredo versus Cody Garbrandt. And Jim. Oh, someone's going to sleep. (laughs) And his name is Cody. (laughs) That's UFC 300 so far. We still have, what, seven fights left to be announced for this one? I got to say. One of you bums. Even if Nate Diaz isn't on this card, which he's definitely not going to be on this card. The UFC owes Nate Diaz so much money for this BMF idea because it has saved their ass twice now. (laughs) And this is like a really big one for for him to have saved. I think to a certain degree, but like they could have. If you do Max versus Justin, there does not need to be like a gimmick belt attached. I think everybody would have been as hyped for it. This is a way for them to justify, hey, three title fights. Yeah. Three title yeah. fights without ruining the actual title fight slate. Yeah. Residuals. One fight Zach just changed. Get on the phone and get <laughs> your residuals. One fight changed this whole thing. That card was exactly the same, except you, they, they changed it with one fight that 
just blew up the internet. She's saying the whole time. Just everyone was way too impatient about 300. Yep. It's going to be good. Just give it time. And here it is. Now we just need Tom Aspinall versus Derek Lewis. And that won't happen. Sadly. Complete. Parker Porter, baby. Ooh. Now you're talking to What's look, Waldo Cortez Acosta is on a nice little win streak. Just beat a former heavyweight champion. I yeah. think I think we run him in there with Tom Aspinall and let him salsa his way into getting knocked the F out. Well, if we bring up Waldo Cortez Acosta on a UFC three hundred reaction pod, I think that's the perfect time to end this thing. So <laughs> uh thank you all very much. Uh I assume this will be the final reaction pod of the day. Maybe it won't be the final of the Famous week. Famous last words. Famous yeah. last words. Shit. Uh, we're about to get Connor, um, like the <laughs> other fight officially announced for some card. But thank you all very much. Stick with us at MAFighting.com for all of your UFC 300 news and all of your UFC 297 news. Because uh, from what I understand, Jose Youngs has finally arrived to Toronto, Canada after multiple delays. I'm sure you saw it all on Twitter, but he is there. My best friend, AK Lee, is there as well. It's going to be a fun week, everybody. So stick with us at MAFighting.com. Thank you for listening, and good night, everybody. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.